0: Welcome and happy Friday. It's October 21st, 2016, and this is Travelog, the podcast of Condé Nast Traveler. I am here with Laura Redman, who is our deputy digital director, David Jeffries, who's the editor of service and surveys for us, a very important position today, and Betsy Blumenthal, who's an assistant editor for venues for us my name is Brad Rickman. I am the digital director. And this is the first anniversary of the podcast. Hooray! Cheers, cheers. cheers. Um, cheers. And I And I. We are so clinking. It's so great hear we managed it. to survive <laughs> a year. I don't know what that means <laughs> in podcast land. That's but high quality well, glass. We yeah.
1: thank you for listening
2: <laughs> to start.
0: So, So it's been a great year. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And I wanted to just give a shout out quickly to the production team because there is a production team now. It wasn't when we started. There was just a couple of people in a dream (laughs) and and a studio that Condé Nast put together. But I wanted to give a shout out to Meredith Carey who is on our editorial team and has taken on the job of sort of corralling and producing for the podcast enormously helpful meredith's a rock star and we love her and then also mark elwood who's become a regular here and who is a font of ideas and also just an unbelievable resource as a traveler he's been everywhere he's done everything and he's terrific on air as well and then sebastian modak who has helped both in terms of production and also in terms of tech like when brett took his vacation this summer Boom. and was out on the road we had to have somebody here <laughs> gathering things together and Sebastian took that over and then of course I want to give a shout out to Brett himself Brett Fuchs who is our engineer and our Woo-hoo. editor and kind of a wizard behind the scenes you don't know what Brett does but it's kind he of makes unbelievable. makes us sound good. Yeah he makes us sound like <laughs> we're not idiots and that's no mean feat so thanks everybody and thank you for listening and um, now we're going to get into this week which is uh, appropriate it is the Reader's Choice Awards, so everybody here is tired because this is the week in which we release kind of our biggest project of the year. And I am pleased that that is actually a reader's project, it is the voice of the people, the voice of travelers, and this is a a sort of annual project for us. David, you've been doing this for quite some time, and you are the ringleader of this process. Tell or, maybe you could talk a little bit about what are the Readers'
1: Choice Awards?
2: Do you wear a top hat? <laughs>
1: and I have hoops.
2: Yes, well, <laughs> if you well, did,
1: kind it would be of. a stylish top hat. Jump through. This is my fourth year doing this. Uh, it has changed remarkably. Brad, you've been with me all four years. We've worked together. I've been th- for three. For three. The first, right. one. yeah, me too. first one. I'm with. Laura three. three. All right, Betsy first. Woo, inaugurated. Yay. This started almost three decades ago. This is our 29th year. The very first survey that went out in a printed ballot, like an SAT score where you had to fill in little, yeah. little circles with a pencil and then send it back with stamps and think there was no return postage or anything. And I, we had a couple of thousand responses to that. That grooves very slowly uh, from the late 80s through the 90s. We played with online voting in 2003 and 4 and 5, but we still sent out the ballots. And this Um, was
0: when there was no traveler.com, there was was concierge.com.
1: And in 2005, they took the bold move of going straight online, partly because the last paper ballot they sent out, the number of pages they could send out would only handle 1,000 listings. Mm. This year, flash forward to 2016, Our database of properties, hotels, resorts. Sorry, Laura. I know that word irks you properties. (laughs) Properties. I'll only use one subbase. It's a bad word. It's a bad word. Um, We can come around (laughs) to that one in a bit. Um, Hotels, resorts, cities, islands, cruise ships you name it. We have over 20,000 listings. Wow. So if you cannot find the world's best that you know and you have stayed at, or visited, or cruised on, then. Good luck, because <laughs> they're all there. <laughs> and so that, um, we that, got we got no complaints about people saying, why can't I find this or this or this this year?
0: Well, that's good. I mean, Wonderful. we do get the question. I, I was going to ask you about this. We do get the question from time to time. How do I get on the list? Mm-hmm. You know, from people who are running a hotel or, or some other, you know, they property. Talk to me.
1: Yes.
0: How do they get on the list?
1: They talk to me. They talk to you. Yeah. So <laughs> we have to have the some. The gatekeeper. Some, yeah, the gatekeeper. Do they
0: wine and dine you?
3: I mean, how do
2: we? Oh,
1: no, no. They I'm just kidding. say, <laughs> they, they just beg a little. Okay. Um, but there has to be some cutoff, you know. mean, it's, it's,
3: We have standards. That's <laughs> true. <There's> a- <laughs> we do.
1: Well, we do. And it, also, it, it, it wouldn't behoove a property. Where'd that word come from? Um, to be eligible to be voted on and get no votes. Right. Or get one vote. Right. It just it's not worth their time.
0: So how much of that signal comes from the readers themselves? Do you get a lot of feedback from them or a lot of input from readers?
1: Yes. We have done in the past when our database was much smaller. Yeah. They said, well, why isn't this wonderful resort on there? And why isn't this? And also, we're constantly trying to update the database. I mean, every week I do it on a Friday. I just look at new hotel openings, hotel closing, hotel name changes... All that kind of stuff yeah i
0: mean i think that's important to point out because this is a constantly changing yeah. universe right like it's yeah. not static at all even airlines change all the time all the time it's been a very volatile year
1: and this year the big big news as you know brad laura is we built the survey ourselves yeah. we've always farmed it out other companies to build and host and this year Knowing how many more people in the world are sharing in social media, how many more people in the world are getting their information not from their computer desktop or laptops or they're using their phones. We needed a better, more dynamic way of voting and searching, most importantly. Yeah. And in six weeks' time this past spring, your tech team built it.
0: You hear the word survey and you think you uh, know DMV or you think SATs. SATs. And I think that what we realized was that that was keeping a lot of people from actually telling us what they thought. It, and right. I
1: think... Remember the days in which, I mean, only a year or two ago, if you did take an online survey, they would have a progress bar yeah. to show you how far, mm-hmm. which I always found very depressing. Yeah. Because it just was like, oh dear, I've got, no I've got this much more blue to get yeah. through. But no
2: one wants to spend more than 10 minutes, 15 tops oh. on a survey. And what I yep. think our tech team, Gina, Gotham, and gang, did so well was they made it feel like a game. Yeah. I actually took a bunch of surveys in the testing process and uh, you could do it on mobile and you could mm-hmm. you know sit there on your commute just kind of ranking cities just or yeah.
1: you could just pick one thing for 5 minutes and then the next day do another thing yeah. for 5 minutes you didn't have to complete you
2: could jump in and uh, out
1: you could jump in and out yeah. that was the key to why we had over 300,000 people vote this year yeah over double Last yeah. than last year. Yeah. Triple it, from five years ago.
2: So that means the feedback we're getting. I mean, the results we have right now, they're different from last year, for sure. Very different. I mean,
1: different demographics we're voting. Mm-hmm. 75,000 comments. That's I've gone through about 20,000, believe it. I'm not exaggerating on that one, but about 25 of those 75. And
0: these are not, these are not like emoji thumbs up. These are no. people actually describing the visit that they had to a particular resort or a beach or why they love a city.
1: Yeah, or their check-in experience, you know, they, the, a couple said that they checked into a hotel and they were extremely late, it was midnight, and the response when they got to the desk was, don't worry, we've been expecting you, mm-hmm. have a glass of champagne. It was perfect, little Vehicle. tiny things like that and so this are, is are perfect for us.
0: Yeah, so we made it easier than ever, that's great. So first of all, for everybody out there, when this starts up again next April, right, when we start up again come and vote because this is your chance to sort of have a voice, but also it means we get a lot more data. Mm -hmm. And so that means we the results that we have this year are much more informed than they've ever been before by input from users and readers. And they show
1: what's going on and they also show what is happening, the trends that are beginning to bubble up. For instance, the major luxury brand of hotels and resorts in the world, we can name them all, Four Seasons, Mandarin, Ritz, Peninsula, their ratings went up. So their overall score went up this year because they remain consistently good at what they're doing. Their ranking, and we rank things, we break everything out in terms of regions. So regions and cities. There are 77 of those lists this year. Everything We're from,
2: nothing if not comprehensive.
1: Yeah, everything from <laughs> hotels in New England to hotels in Boston. Right. This year, those players, I'll call them, who were always at the number one, two, three, four spot in previous years have now taken up residence. I'm not saying they've gone down; they've just taken up solid residence across most of these lists in the middle. And independently owned, unusual hotels have gone to the top.
0: Dare we use the word boutique?
2: <laughs> Is indepen- dare we? Is we independent dare not? more?
1: Accurate. It's more independent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it can be for instance, here's a good example. Um I think the second highest rated hotel in the world is COMO The Treasury in Perth. Perth, which is a Love city it. Perth is the most remote city in the world, major metropolitan area in the world. It's further from any other major metropolitan area than any other city in the world, uh, I think.
2: Lots of Australians have not been to Perth yet. I mean, Right.
1: and it is a gorgeous property. Mm-hmm. And COMO is a very small chain. Maybe Six properties. Uh, I will be corrected in the morning, I'm sure, with an email. But um, it's a nice property. It's new. It was on our hot list in May.
2: And our hot list is the best new hotels of the year.
1: Of the year that the preceded. Prior. Yes, every May. And 24 of the roughly 80 properties we picked this year made the transition from hot list to Reader's Choice Award winner status. Most we've ever had. It shows that our readers are listening. And they're going to the places we think are
2: well, And they agree, I guess. And they yep.
1: agree. Yeah, they came back and said, yeah, that's, that's good to hear. let's go to Perth. We are so powerful. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, Como it might be small, but they don't look or feel boutique whatever that might mean for you, to me. I mean, it just looks cool and interesting and, and fresh. And it doesn't seem And
1: personal, contrived. I would say. Como yeah. has a nice personal angle to it.
0: Mm-hmm. What are those cool. hotels doing just to stay on the hotel's front for just a minute, what are those hotels doing that's setting them apart? What are people saying about what they're doing that's resonating?
1: Well, I think Betsy hit on it, because you, Betsy's been working tirelessly to update uh, the photos that we put up on the website. It's never every, enough. Every, every, <laughs> never every,
3: enough. Send me your photos. Yes, never All enough. Every
1: every place we have uh, uh, listed on the RCA has its own page on our website. Is in galleries. And so you have a really Betsy, so you have a very visual take on all this. <laughs> so what did you fall in love with in terms of property? I don't think it was these large four seasons or
3: No, I certainly was, wouldn't say that it was I mean, the train hotel.
0: Like is it butlers? Like what are people reacting to? What are you hearing from
1: people? Or what are you reacting to visually? What do you suddenly think, "Love that. I would love to go there." I and then you look at the list and you realize people voted it so highly.
3: I mean, I think for me, it's when a hotel is like grand and magnificent, but it doesn't look like it's trying too hard. It really looks like everything fits where it's supposed to. And it's not, I mean, even some properties in Dubai, which some of them are really over the top. And Mm -hmm. you can tell it's just a little, it's like a a little too much schmaltz. It's like just a little. But then there are some like Cuishmala in Mexico that are just. Magnificent on the beach, it looks like the Duomo, but it's yellow and turquoise on on the outside on the dome, and it's just amazing. The entire inside is just white. It's like marble and linens, and then just a few pops of color. But very high ceilings, large windows. I mean, places like San Francesco mm. in Spain is just Mallorca, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it really looks like it. It fits there. It doesn't look out of place. Um, Hotel Maria Cristina in San Sebastian is also gorgeous. I love that one. I feel like there's the notion
2: of a design hotel, but so many independent Mm -hmm. properties are either working with notable designers. They may not be called specifically a design hotel, but the approach that they take feels personal, it feels right. artistic to a degree. They're curated. S-
1: curated. I know we overuse that word at the moment. But, but, <laughs> but
2: special, right? Like special, you, You're not getting that yeah. feel and look anywhere else. You're only going to that one place you know, on the coast in Mexico, and you won't see a place like that again. Which I mean,
1: happened to be in a billionaire's ex-private home, so that could have, that could <laughs> yeah. have sped the plow on that well, one. there you go. And it's in a yeah. nature reserve, and our yeah. creative director was there, and she said she has never heard a louder ocean in her oh, wow. life you can't Ocean. swim because the waters are too rough but uh-huh. she said it was just wild and spectacular and luxurious and it was it was a, an interesting combination of things i think that's what people are looking for as yeah. well it's a combination we've talked Brad, you, you and i have talked about the hotel as a destination mm-hmm. That people who aren't necessarily staying there are going to visit or visiting people who are staying there a hotel is no longer considered a ooh, i'm going to a hotel no you're going to the restaurant there the bar there yeah. the gift shop there the you're interacting are interacting,
0: And are you seeing more. that in the feedback that came yeah. from the
1: survey? very much so, that it needs to be...
3: It needs a wow factor. I mean, that's what yeah. I think of when I look at all the photos. I mean, when I look at them, I think, does this wow me? Is this amazing? Do I wish I could go there right now? And that's, for me, a big determinant and why I feel like the photos are so important because mm-hmm. people are going to be looking at these lists and referencing them and going online and looking at the photos, and I feel like every property deserves to have a comprehensive... Kind of visual portfolio, so you can make that determination if it wows you and if you really want to go there. So,
1: yes, wow, I agree with it. Could also quietly seduce That's you. That's true. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, you could just like, oh, too. how sexy is that? Or <laughs>
2: tug at your pant cuff. <laughs> so, what's an example? <laughs> Let's have an example
0: of that.
1: <laughs> oh, an example of. Well,
2: what about the number one hotel? Is that a wow or a seduce? Yeah, that was the number-
0: Ballyfin in, in Ireland. In Ireland. So where is that? And what kind of place is that?
3: So it's County Laush
1: Forgive us, all of Ireland. Sorry, for, yeah. L a o i s. You were Laura. You were just there. You should know how to say that. Oh,
3: I mean, I can say great.
1: You can say, say Guinness. <laughs> I Scott, but I
3: mean, that's about it right now. Don't, I mean, don't make me pronounce it. It's well. really beautiful, and it's um, I would call it. I don't. I don't feel like old school is the right word, but really romantic, really classic, canopied beds, really textured wallpaper, kind of like thick curtains and floral patterns and carpets that look really soft. I mean, I'm into that. I'm into the Downton Abbey type so it's
1: situation. it's kind of a luxurious experience. Yeah, I say, I mean, I say all luxurious, that. Mm-hmm. yeah. I love that. Yeah. But I would also yeah. say she's it's not... She's just seen photos. She hasn't been there, and yet she knows that the carpet is soft. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> That's wonderful. Good
0: no, but, photos. But good, you, good job, Bellypin. you're Penn. also getting a lot of input from the readers, too, right? right? So you know what people yeah. are responding to there.
3: And there's just a lot of greenery. I mean, it's really, it looks really lush. I mean, it just looks like someplace where you could have a relaxing, but... So this is
0: kind of a get-away-from-it-all yeah. kind of place, right? There's a lot of that going on. There is a lot of that? A lot of that.
1: Prior years with the survey, because it was m- on paper, and it was mostly just the, the very higher echelons of, of listings, we had a lot of business responses, business traveler responses. Yeah. Which is why for years we had dozens of hotels in China, Shanghai, Beijing, Hong Kong. This year, very few. Very which few. leads and the number one in China is the Fairmont Peace Hotel in Shanghai, which is unusual because it's historic. Mm. It's on the bund, it's mm. got a famous bar and a and Interesting. It's,
3: Were there any in the top fifty hotels nope. list? Not a single well, one. I, I think in hotels. Work. In Be resorts, definitely. Now. Okay, okay. Can fact check yes. you. Okay. You
1: can fact check me. Hold on Back to that. Fact checking. Um, fact check them. Quickly. cntravelcom slash RCA. Fact check. Um, fact me. check them. <laughs> what that shows me is, and yet the responses for Asia Resorts yes. was just as strong. Yeah. Enormous. So what is it's showing me and Caribbean. So it's resorts kind of more of a trend strong. toward leader. Yes. yes. Interesting. And we were talking in a meeting today with our editor in chief about an awful new word coming up. Oh no. Um, oh, don't um,
2: say no. it. I hate this word. I know the word. Pleasure, yeah. Le- Business and leisure,
1: but, or leisure. Well, yeah.
0: but I mean, it's a real thing, and, and, and there are really good <laughs> reasons why people do that. The awful name, you know, this sort of like guttural weird. But it sounds name. like
1: stay away. I have a pleasure. Yeah, it <laughs> does. Know? It's, it does. it's <laughs> on my lip. Agreed. I know.
0: Stay away. But um, gargle for that. <laughs> but okay, let me back it out for a second. Um, so that we, we talked a little bit about hotels. What are all the types of things that people can rate in this year's survey?
1: Oh, gosh. Let's see. So So we got hotels. Cities. Okay. Very important. Yeah. Islands.
0: Islands. Okay.
1: Cruise ships. Cruise ships. Okay. Because people cruise on a specific ship. Some lines have one or two. Some have dozens. Yeah. Ski resorts, which Mm we will release later on. And then airlines and airports. Airlines and airports. Yep. Okay. Yep.
0: So not everything that's a component of the travel experience, but many of the things that are components of a travel experience. Many. We hope
1: to capture more next year.
0: And so the one that's been kind of the runaway hit, on the I mean, it's all very popular. People love to peruse these lists.
2: Well, and to debate, too. We've had Mm -hmm. some good conversations on Twitter and Facebook.
0: For sure. I mean, I think that's what's great about a list like this, right, is A, it comes from people's opinions, and it therefore provokes other people's opinions. So that's part of what people love about it and what we love about it. But the runaway hit on the site has really been the cities, Mm -hmm. right?
2: Yeah, every year it is. I mean, I think... More people, even if they are not staying in hotels and resorts, if they're staying at Airbnbs, more which you is know,
1: happening. Yep. Um,
2: they're exploring. They are going far and wide. I love how much of Asia appeared on this year's big cities list.
0: Can you talk about that? Last year, we we took a bold move and we broke out big U.S. cities and small U.S. cities, but we have a world cities list that mm. is encompasses everything. Well, right?
2: minus it doesn't include the U.S. So okay, doesn't it's international cities and then U.S. cities. Okay.
0: So what were the world cities that people were really rating highly this year?
2: So typically we see a lot of Europe, right? It's right. easy to get to. But this year, number one city was Tokyo, and the number two city was Kyoto, which is fantastic. David, I don't think they've
1: ever ever
2: appeared at the top like that. Not
1: only that, we've never had number one and number two spot occupied by cities in the same country. Really? We've never never had Florence and Rome, or Paris and Nice, Mm. or Berlin and Dresden. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you, I went, can't with, imagine you went with Dresden <laughs> yeah. instead of like Munich yeah. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I was testing you all um, it's, it's extraordinary
0: what do you think is behind that is that just people have I've,
1: I've had some theories over this in the past couple of weeks
0: we've put a couple pieces up this week too debating yeah. it a little
1: uh, I think a lot of it has to do with the evolution and accessibility to travel apps Sounds dull, but it's not. No, I Maps, think that's translators, really currency converters. Really significant, yeah. You can now go to a place that used to be so unbelievably impenetrable <laughs> and experience it without fear. Because you'll get to the place you're going to, you'll be able to order the food. You, you yeah, There's fewer want. barriers yeah, that, to entry, yeah. Fewer, fewer barriers. Yeah. And Japan's one of those places, I was talking with Mark Elwood about this, where as an outsider, myself, I'm speaking for myself, I've felt the couple of trips I've taken; every iota is different, and that's what kept people away, um, I think, as tourists. But now they know they can get, they can navigate. Technology has opened that hugely. Oh, I, I do like
2: the idea. I mean, Google Translate has done a lot alone. Amazing! Sorry, shout out for Google. We don't We're not sponsored. But, I mean, it really has. It's easy to, you know, digest a menu now.
0: But we could be.
2: Hey, Google. (laughs) Um, Meanwhile, the dollar (laughs) to yen is really good right now, too. It's a... we Mark talked about this earlier. It's a good time to go. I have a trip coming up in December. It's my first ever. I mean, I think... Hooray. Huzzah. So, <laughs> but I also think that, like you said, it is a city unto itself. It is like no other city. Yes. Um, you've either come to New York and had that experience or you go to Tokyo. I'm, I'm curious about Dubai. I haven't been to Dubai yet. And I wonder if that also feels like, you know, a city unlike any other, but, and then Kyoto is so, I mean, it's Kyoto so just compliments to Tokyo. Right.
1: I mean, it's, it's, it's the same letters.
0: Oh, God, true. I don't don't, don't know that you needed to do that. Two cities with the same letters. Um,
1: Now, uh, uh, another point I think that is very critical here is that our readers are are sophisticated, and they have been many places. Paris, Rome, London. They are taking note of the fact that these predictable dare I say it, uh, destinations are...
2: Well-tread. Oh. Very well-tread. I mean, Florence and Lucerne have been at the top of our list for a very long time. But they're also
1: mobbed. Mm, right. I mean, you have to plan so carefully now to get into the Louvre or the Vatican. There's it, no
3: spontaneity it, about it. It's yeah, really, it's, 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 I mean, it's become... Yeah. yeah, there's lots of spontaneity to be found in Paris, but if you're talking about the big tourist attractions, forget about it.
1: It's like... yeah. And to- yeah, with Tokyo, you don't feel that way. New York so number think, one. Sorry, do you
0: ahead. think people are actually downgrading those cities because of the crowdedness of them? That's what I've heard. Yeah.
1: Yes, this past year and a half, they're frustrated. They go. I'm not saying go to Paris. They've gone to Paris and they know it, or it's a repeat visit, and they're exploring new neighborhoods. It's the first time visitor who's going and wants to check. They're off romanticizing
3: the it, and I think yeah, it's easy for that to be. Crushed when when you're literally being crushed. When in they a tear so, all the locks off the bridge, you're being
1: <laughs> across the city, hit in the
3: face by selfie sticks left and right. <laughs> yes, no. It's, look, it's we live. Li- Battle we work of the Marne. Yeah, I know. I said
1: we live. We I don't live. live at work, but we work.
3: <laughs> That's a <laughs> lie. It feels
1: That's like a it. lie, guys. Um,
2: but look,
0: I mean, yeah, I we, feel like I feel like <laughs> we
1: see them every day. I feel like
0: you're getting at something because it really is a mix like well, this, this. list, right? It looks
2: like major. I mean, admittedly, majority still.
0: Europe on yeah, the international of course. list. Yeah.
2: But we see more Australia now. We, mm-hmm. We've got Melbourne mm-hmm. and Sydney on there. We see Hong Kong. We see Seoul. We see Singapore.
1: Seoul's fascinating. I love that. Mm-hmm.
2: Istanbul is on there. Um, I yep. mean, now we're getting into the gray land of Asia, but Istanbul. And then we see Tel Aviv on here this year. Yeah. I love that.
0: Mm-hmm. People are getting out. I mean, uh I, you know I, i'm surprised by the diversity i guess i guess uh, jerusalem's on here too you know i feel like the coverage is actually pretty impressive you know mm-hmm. and the fact that people are not just going to these places but actually having great experiences there i think does speak to what you're talking about which is both a dissatisfaction with the status quo even though they still love it mm-hmm. like i don't think there's any lack of love for paris or the sort of classics or london or you know whatever but mm-hmm. But I do think people are we know this that people are seeking the new. And mm-hmm. and the fact that I think it's really interesting I hadn't really thought about the way that technology is kind of opening that door for people.
1: And in terms of, of research before they go, there's just so much more. Right. Yeah. that there especially at CNTraveler.com, that you can access <laughs> Shameless to, plug. to 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 make your trip better even before you've left. Right. I mean look at look at what's happening with Iceland. Oh. we have two there, properties here or three properties on the list um, and there are more you, American
2: yep. tourists in Iceland than residents of Iceland yeah in that's the past. At yeah, any any the
1: given suite, time. right right yeah. at that any is given time unreal.
2: Yeah. can you yeah. imagine that is that the case in New
0: York no. Yeah. no. Well, that depends on whether you count outsider residents, right. of which there are like many, many, many,
2: many,
1: many, many. True. And look at New York, number one large city in the U.S. Yes, for the second, second year, year in a row. But if you look back over 29 years, it never made the list.
0: When did it start appearing? Just last, last year? year? Yeah. Right, because, because okay. So talk about that for, for just a second. Because of the wonderful Wizard of Oz. Well, no, because um, <laughs> no, because we separated the big cities from the small cities. Yes.
1: Which I think is fair because how can you compare Carmel by the Sea in California with Chicago? Yeah. And speaking of Chicago, Chicago keeps rising. Chicago. In the I love, I love Chicago. Yeah. yeah oh, it, it's now, it's now... Why? Pilar Guzman and I were talking about this in our morning meeting. <laughs> in a large meeting. About, Was that right uh, uh, after your
0: breakfast with Kanye? <laughs> <laughs>
1: you had to come down with Pilar. Exactly. Um... That it's now considered a first-tier city by us, uh, instead of a second tier in the U.S. By
0: us, but by our readers, by too. Our readers. I mean, yeah, by the readers. That
1: It's it's now up there with London and Tokyo and Paris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's super strong. It's hotels perform beautifully. And I feel like
0: hotels, Chicago is an incredibly diverse place as well, but I feel like food and hotels have done that. I feel like the hotel game has really, really ramped up in the last five years, and the food game is incredible in Chicago. People travel... Right? It is Just a food to destination. To destination. Yeah. Yeah. It is yeah. a food destination, and it
2: benefits from having been an art and architecture destination for a long time yes. too. So, yeah. it, True. but that's a slightly smaller niche group of travelers, and now it's you. There's a lot to do when you go.
0: Yeah, I mean, and it's had that foundation for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I think that the food and the hotel game, the hotel game, I think, used to be in Chicago just kind of business traveler Like It was predictable. Fine. It was fine. Yep. There was nothing wrong with it, but I feel like it's gotten better. In fact, the number one hotel... Virgin
1: Hotel Chicago, yeah. brand new property. Quick shout-out for, for a company that's done very well in the industry. Richard Branson's Virgin brand keeps exploring <laughs> different avenues. And this year, on our list... Number one U.S. airline, Virgin America, for Number the one ninth ho- year in a row. Yeah, of its nine years of existence. Of its nine years. <laughs> <laughs> Number That's a one. great.
0: I feel like they're the apple of the travel business. Pretty much. Number one Before hotel in the thinking. U.S.,
1: Virgin Hotel Chicago. It's an unusual choice for our readers to have made. It's it wasn't what we were expecting, right, Betsy? No, not at <laughs> all. Why? Um, Why? Yeah, it's quirky. And it's Corky not gimmicky. Well,
2: is it of the Ace Hotel variety? Is it mm, for a younger
3: audience or a no, younger crowd? I, I would actually say it's more spare than than Ace Hotels. It's clever. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. So it's
1: very hard to capture it in a photo. It's cleverly done. And I think that's what people are responding to. They're responding to the better stocked mini bars. Mm-hmm. They're responding to- Yeah, it's to, the
3: amenities I feel like that yeah. are really drawing it's the people attitude.
1: In. There's a great
0: rooftop it's bar the,
1: as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, so there's a, a vibe, yeah. a well, scene, it's
3: distinctive.
1: Yeah, and also their number one hotel in the U.S. and their number one resort in Africa. When he did he get out. into the? That was the his very first uh, adventure. Yeah, this is the second. This is Ulusaba in South Africa. So that's a very good indicator of how this guy has gotten his stuff into people's attention span. Yeah, in a clever way, and people like it. Well, it's a brand that.
2: It, I mean, that brand is so strong, right? So, you know, you hear that Virgin is attached to it, and you expect something. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, they are checking And the price point is out. perfect
1: yeah. That's, as well. These, these aren't $1,000 a night hotels or $1,000 flight, flights. Mm-hmm. These are...
3: So, it's aspirational, but it's not out of your reach. Yeah.
1: Well so. said.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we yeah. go. <laughs> So, M- so waiting for the but, space hotel, but the just uh, to, uh, yeah, Virgin Galactic. Just hotel. to backtrack for a second, I wanted to ask you guys: Are there any cities in the U.S. or or internationally that you are disappointed that didn't make the list this year? Mm, good question.
0: All right. I'm gonna confess. I gotta actually
1: look at the <laughs> list in order to answer. Yeah, this question, I'm sorry. I,
0: I there are so many lists that on you. I
1: cannot keep lists them. on lists. You think I have a list of things that aren't on the list <laughs> yeah, in my exactly. head? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I, I don't do. know. Actually, I do, when I look at
0: the
3: United States and I don't see Philadelphia, I'm really disappointed because I actually tough, love tough. Philadelphia. Well, that's a fair point. I, I agree. mean, they have an amazing food scene, so I. That hurts
1: Oh, that Philadelphia hurts on the city's list?
0: Yeah, but that game has gotten hard, right? Like, I, I feel like the food game has gotten tougher in the last five years, you know? Like, I I, I think... Just generally, y- or...? Yeah, just generally around the country.
3: I don't know. I've spent a lot of time there, and I'm always amazed at how easy it is to get a reservation at a must-go place, you know, at a place where people rave about. Like, Abe Fisher, which is the Michael Solomonov place, who also runs Zahav. I mean, that was an incredible meal and we just walked in basically and it was so know, doable. So. so
0: I would agree with that. I would agree with the fact that Philly seems like it is undersung. Pittsburgh is not on the big cities list. Yeah, and we've heard
3: a, a lot about Pittsburgh a lot. lately. Yeah. Going. And then you to. have
1: you have you have the things that don't make it because there's such fierce competition. And then those that always make it. Yeah. Sixth year in a row, Charleston, South Carolina. My white flag is up. The best. I, give, I surrender. Best, best, best small, small city. Best small city. In the the United love States. for that place never just doesn't dissipate at all. Um, and they survive hurricanes and they survive questioning and they don't cheat. We know that because we know who does cheat. Um, we can tell by yeah, voting patterns. Yeah, we can tell <laughs> no, no cheating. Um, no cheating. Um, it just is 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 beloved. I have to say, and I would like to see some more diversity at the top there, and maybe that'll happen. The only way that'll happen is if you chime in about your well your but, favorite place.
0: And but let's be fair. I mean, I think it is very difficult, and I'm biased on this, but I think it's very difficult to find a city of that size where you have so much. Culture and honestly, like, because this is why I go places is food. I think the Mm -hmm. food scene there is incredible for a city of that size. You expect it in New York or London or Los Angeles or San Francisco, but you could literally spend a week in Charleston and never have a bad meal and Mm -hmm. actually have your mind blown through most of that experience. And there's not many places that you can say that about. You know, my bias is toward like Portland, Maine, where which I feel like is able to do that to a slightly lesser extent, but it's a lot smaller than Charleston, too. But I, I think there's some justification. Like it's I think it's beautifully it, organized. Yeah, it, and it's a beautiful a, town. It's a beautiful town, and the hotels are great. Like they're really good
1: and, look, and, and they're historic. From, yeah. And aside from the Grand Bohemian, mm-hmm. no major chains. Yeah, yeah that's None. right. That's right. None. Right. I mean, the restoration's wonderful. wonderful. Just the went restoration's, went a restoration. The spectator, spectator is also
3: gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. I love it's that. The, one. It's
1: it's a really interesting mix, and it's funny if you compare that to somewhere, let's say, like San Francisco, where they're, they're a hotel they're, desert. It's 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 it's
2: getting a Waldorf in some decade. I don't know. It is, <laughs> yes, in some decade.
1: But it's just interesting that a city like San Francisco, that people adore, mm-hmm. has has such a weak showing. And for also, hotels. like, wasn't I mean, San
0: Francisco where Joie de Vivre started? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that you know they have a they it's have just a not degree. a hotel town. Yeah, at all.
1: Yeah, it's at, unlike Chicago or New York, right?
0: Or Charleston.
1: Or Charleston. Yeah. Yes.
0: Also,
3: shout-out to Newark, which got on the unfriendliest list this year. Not that unfriendly. <laughs> I will say that.
1: What, Jersey what strong. So <laughs> what, what, what are your, what are your wishes and dreams for next year's survey? Because we got to get people pumped up about voting next year well, as well. Well, th-
2: the thing I like to do and I think that we continue to do throughout the year is we drill down deeper onto the list. So... As you'll know, um, every, well, you might not know. Why would you know? Every August, we put out our (laughs) list of friendliest and unfriendliest cities in the U.S. and in the world. I also love to see the best food cities in the world, in the U.S. What else? We need ski resorts are coming up soon. We are going to uh, tell you all about the best
3: airports in the world right around, you know, holiday travel time, conveniently. Also, we go a little bit deeper into some of the top cities and the properties, the (laughs) hotels that are there. So London, Paris, Florence. So we do kind of go down a little deeper into some of the big-name yeah. cities and just see where everybody is staying. Pictures to come.
0: David, is there a future in which we – I feel like the answer to this has to be yes, so it's kind of a leading question, but Airbnbs.
1: Absolutely. I just asked right. our, our Victor. Um, he was talking to Airbnb today, and it would be fantastic if we could start reasonably and ask for ratings for – the top properties that Airbnb offers around the world. I'm interested to see that. It's it's a force of nature, that, that new way of staying. And I think the prejudice against homestays is gone, long gone.
2: It has to be. I mean, you could stay yeah. at an Italian villa in Tuscany that is right oh. up there with all of these top hotels and resorts. Yeah. You know
1: that, Beautifully managed and maintained that, as well. That's mm-hmm. what people don't realize with a lot of Airbnb Also properties.
3: location. Yeah,
2: yeah. location.
1: I've stayed in amazing... You sign lots of agreements and you put down a hefty uh, security deposit for these, these beautiful properties. So it's not like you're just swanning into somebody's house and their dirty socks are under the bed, <laughs> or worse. No. Um, you're going in and they're in pristine condition
0: but i also think that in the spirit of this being a reader survey this is the voice of the people this yeah. is how people are traveling yes increasingly especially younger people and by younger people i mean not that young i mean people who are like 40 well, 35 what well, maybe that's why
2: <laughs> san fran has been struggling a little bit i mean it is a tech center airbnb is based there there are great great airbnbs from san fran all the way up to sonoma some of my favorites that I've ever stayed in. So maybe that's what's happening. I mean, you let's see if San Fran kills it if we include right. Airbnb. Airbnb right. Yeah.
1: on the list. Yeah, yeah. cuz it's also a very big convention city. Mm. So the the hotels and are And It's, it's that. tough to build in that city too. Yeah. Like I think
0: oh, yeah. it's much easier to do an Airbnb kind of thing than it is to actually build a hotel. It's a yeah. hard city for politics and real estate.
1: Yeah, I can't wait for our readers to chime in on Airbnb. And then and then resta- restaurants. restaurants, right? Yeah. Like that's, we, that's, we do
0: food cities. We ask people where they like to go for food. We know that this is why people travel. Yeah, And we, uh, we really want to start getting feedback on that, right?
2: Yeah. Yep. We just, for the first time this year, created a where in the world to eat list in print. It came out in October, and it was kind of our look, our editors, and our network, the people who eat, travel, cook for a living, where their favorite restaurants are. So I think it's time to hear from our readers, too.
1: Yeah, I'm excited yeah. about that. So we'll see you here this time next year.
0: Well, yeah, and, and in April, we'll certainly talk about this again on the podcast, but in April is when we'll start taking people's votes, right? For all yes, April 1st
1: things. through July 1st. Right, great. And okay. didn't,
2: didn't people win something?
1: Yeah. What did they win? A 10-day Viking River cruise between Amsterdam and Budapest Wow. Ugh. with airfare. That's fantastic. What? That was a yeah. That's a great trip. Penny. That's 10 a, that days. a major so bucket list trip. Yeah. One
2: one lucky survey respondent. Yeah. Good.
1: And yeah. then we also had four people win um, iPad Pro packages. Nice. Yay. Which was really nice. The <laughs> iPad <laughs> pencil. the incentive. And, Although yeah. we all
2: like having our opinions heard anyway. It's it's the new day. <laughs> yeah, I think that's
0: the big thing is like get in there and let people know what you think. There are so many people out there who go to all these places. This is their chance. Okay. Well, that's a great place to close. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. We are on iTunes. We are on SoundCloud. We would love to hear back from you. We would love to hear, uh, rate us on iTunes. We'd love to hear it. Visit us at cntraveler.com. We are a Condé Nast Traveler on Facebook and YouTube. And cntraveler on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. And please tweet at us. That's the kind of fastest, best way to get through to us. Send us feedback. And why don't we go around, tell people where they can find you. Laura,
2: I'm on Instagram at Laura underscore Redman and Twitter at Danon825.
0: David?
1: Oh, I checked my mailbox. can mail you? Yes. You, um, mail one you? World Trade Center, 10017. <laughs> um,
0: That's not our
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just
0: try to figure
3: out how to spell Jeffries first and then... I'm analog. <laughs> I'm completely
0: analog and we love him for
3: Lies. it. Lies lies <laughs> I'll never give it away um, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at bblumenthal070
0: I will be waiting
3: 070
0: 070 and I'm at Bradrick. and that's it have a great weekend everybody thanks for tuning in